Hi, I'm Pauline. Hi, I'm Priscilla. I'm Pal. And I'm Tamiron. And this is the P3T podcast. Okay, we need to be silent. First of all, thank you for tuning in again to this episode. Mm-hmm. Today, we are going to be talking about money. Hmm? The root of all evil. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's our root. Oh, it's our root. Mm. It's not the love of money. It's the, yeah, the love of money is our root of all evil. That whole, that whole saying wraps <laughs> the wrong way. But it's okay. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there in the discussion. The first thing I want us to tackle is... Um, do you feel like you have balance in your spending? Like, are you able to spend on yourself, spend on your on other people, spend on your basis? Because my assumption is, you know, when you are younger and like you'd be going out with friends, mm-hmm. your parents or your guardians would give you money for that outing, mm-hmm. you know? But then now, and like if you're going to school and you need like money for lunch, they'd give you money for lunch. Mm-hmm. Like it would only be enough for lunch mm. but then now like i'm assuming we, we are given money on like more of a long-term basis mm. so um like some people even earn their own money but then some people who still like depend on their parents you're given may- maybe money for the semester and then you're told jibambe or the month yeah mine is given on a weekly basis or even the week or even the week like it's still significantly more and like it's for the week okay let me just ask. It's for the week, but is it for the week? Like, ukikachini ukalculate, itaisha hiyo wiki. Ama, like, you're, you're able to, like, spend on other things. Mm. able to spend on other things. Mm. If you balance out, if you take, like, the month cumulative, mm-hmm. you can, like, save some. Mm. Or do something here and there. Okay. Buy a friend a gift mm. for their birthday. So it's not, like, for the week. It's given on a weekly basis. It's like a weekly salary, basically. Yeah. Mm. A wage. Yeah, so now in that spending, do you feel like you have balance? Um, so when I talk about balance, I mean you're able to spend on basics. That I mean, that means like lunch for those of you who go to school. All of us go to school. <laughs> or oh, maybe Priscilla who goes to online doesn't spend money on lunch. But like for those of us who go to physical school, so like you spend money on lunch because we takanja and transport. Yeah, transport, and then also like. Could you could you spoil kidogo? Could you peleka out some few days? Could you nunulia a nice katop? And then also like you know you have friends who have birthdays, mm-hmm. and you know you don't want to be that one person that expects gifts but never gives out mm-hmm. gifts. Yeah. You know, um. So do you guys feel like you have balance of spending in terms of that? Yeah. Um. I feel like I have balance. Okay. So how my money is calculated mm-hmm. is like it was a. Rough guesstimation mm. of what we would need, yeah. And then now over time, we were like, okay, so yeah, maybe like we can have like a fifty bob increase because of the other, mm. and this money increase because of the other. Mm. But now, like, mine is almost on the nose, almost. It's like a rough, almost on the nose. But mm. like, I can get rights from my parents mm-hmm. when, cause I've used like the same route. I can get rights from my parents coming back from school, mm-hmm. and that money won't be taken away. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the deal that we have. So any money that I manage to save with rides, with food, with whatever, anything, that money is not taken away. I still get the same amount of money, and it comes towards now my. Buying people birthday gifts, mm. spoiling myself, all of that, saving. Mm. Now that comes, that's how that, that works in my family. Mm. Yeah, so I feel like um, I need to give a bit of a backstory, but I don't take too long. Mm. Um, when we finished high school, immediately we finished high school, that break between high school and uni, I was terrible with my mommy. But my sister has always been like, she's, what is it called? Um, a miser. Mm. What's up? <laughs> she's like, so. I was a spendthrift and she was a miser. So we, we had to do a, a lot of things together during that period of time. So like going to driving school, going for like rehearsals in church together, things like that, you know, mm. going to see people, we did it together because we had the same life until now recently. Mm. So <laughs> she, she would, like me, We've come from driving school. I want to buy some food. She's like, no, there's food at home. Let's go home. Mm-hmm. So because she would have the bag that has money, <laughs> I had to follow her to wake up at church. So 
that attitude even though like at that point in time aki nilimchukia gosh nakupenda sahi at that point i was like ah why does she have to like limit our money all of that mm-hmm. but i saw like i saw the benefits of it now i've seen the benefits of it now because now those habits have been inculcated into me in uni so i'm so meticulous about spending my money if like i have like a system you know if i save 20 bob on fair i can use that 20 bob to do something else you know mm. everything is like my plus and minus everywhere i'm like mm. a balance sheet in my mind <laughs> so that's yeah so i've become because of her i've become really good at like budgeting my money saving my money spending my money yeah i think i'm in a good place at most times financially mm-hmm. to the point where like i don't have to ask my parents for money when the week starts i can just be like at the end of the week i can be like oh i spent this 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 so yeah refund me <laughs> yeah. yeah and you are welcome <laughs> priscilla um i think for me since i do online classes mm-hmm. um i save a lot of money passe must be nice because yeah. <laughs> i don't have fare i don't need to budget for fare nor do i need to budget for food mm-hmm. but like when i'm having like meetup sesh sessions yeah when i'm having meetup meet sessions yeah uh, yeah meet mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, up so you just crash <laughs> <laughs> when <laughs> when i'm having meetups with my friends or yeah um i guess that's when i decide to like okay what am i budgeting on how much will the fare be how much will food be and then nowadays i'm so conscious of like how much i'm spending mm-hmm. because i um i think as uh, pal said how her sister is a miser mm. i think i have that trait too mm-hmm. because i i don't like overspending like a lot of money sometimes when i go to a restaurant and i'm the one paying for myself let me just take a glass of water or mm. something mm. that's cheap the cheapest thing on the menu but when in azazi different story <laughs> you don't look at the price you just look at what looks nice <laughs> exactly so i i think um since we're now growing up or we are now grown and now we need to be accountable with money for me it's become an me spending is like an issue until mm. like i can say i have a stable source of income mm. i don't think i'll reach a point where i can say let me spoil myself i'll spoil mm. myself with my mother's money <laughs> so sorry. yeah but yeah that's my take mm. but even all this like even the one we are spoiling ourselves with is still our parents <laughs> money yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me um Honestly it's sometimes hard to have a balance because I'm I'm like I'm depending on someone and you know with this inflation going on mm-hmm. one week is good especially if your parent is in business mm-hmm. one week is good another one is not particularly the best mm-hmm. so sometimes you your pocket money might not exactly be consistent mm-hmm. 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 so when i started uni i remember it was particularly consistent i had mm-hmm. i even had like this amount mm-hmm. i'm going to save like those the constant amounts that i was saving or i was eating with or i was using to spoil myself mm-hmm. but then now it's a bit different um as i'm not really able to get the same amount every week mm-hmm. so i'm i'm i've always been a miser to be honest like even my classmates <laughs> just they are aware they are aware do i tend to go for the cheapest option for everything mm-hmm. same <laughs> same um but now now because of like i have I, i have no choice but to go for the cheapest option mm-hmm. um that's what i end up doing and i'm not able to save as much as i'd wish to or as i was able to i'm not able to you know 
I don't know. With every week comes its ups and downs. So mm-hmm. sometimes because, you can, sometimes you can't. Yeah, sometimes I can, sometimes I can't. And because I'm depending on my parents, mm-hmm. you just have to be accepting of the situation and pray that you get a job soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think, yeah. Sorry, I'm done. I'm done, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I think it's worth noting, at least all of us in this room right now mm-hmm. are heavily dependent on our parents when yeah. it comes mm-hmm. to fin- financially speaking. Mm-hmm. So like <laughs> we can't sit here and say, Oh yeah, as we spend we, we travel, we, we do what, we do this, Tomorrow, we do this. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like next week Zanzibar. Mm-hmm. Like that's not <laughs> that's not the reality for us because mm-hmm. our money depends on our parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my parents are not going to give me money to I go go out with friends. Mm-hmm. If the money they give me, I'm able to save it to that point where I can, I go, can out go out with friends. friends. Yeah. Hey, God bless you. They won't <laughs> give me in the house. Yeah. But at the, they're not like when they they're giving me pocket money. That's not what they're thinking about. They're thinking about Polly needs to go to school and Polly needs to eat. Mm-hmm. And then maybe plus like at a hundred because Pauline has friends yeah. <laughs> and she would like to meet with them every once in a while. Yeah. So I feel like it's an important thing to acknowledge, which actually leads me on to my next point. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people our age, some even younger than us, who, like, especially people who do, like, maybe forex trade, trading, mm-hmm. or, like, people, oh, yeah, or, like, crypto, or people who are, like, into investment, or people who even have jobs. Like, for them, like, they're able to create this life where well, you know they're traveling, they are, they're able to buy vehicles. Twenty, akona gari, niake. Like see how tedium to mingina niake. So like um, do you guys ever feel like there's some sort of pressure created in terms of how you spend your finances? Like do you feel the need to overspend? Or, well, not really overspend because you can't overspend what you don't have. Yeah. But, like, do you ever feel like bad for not being able to spend as much as other people with streams of income mm-hmm. are spending that are in our age group? No, I don't feel bad. I don't know. I mean, I mean I could you be. know, for me, um, I used to I used to live that. This girl in, my, in our high school used to really say that her dream job is to be an investor. Mm. So... I used to be like, I used to be so tickled. I was like, how, how can I do job be an investor? <laughs> but I realized that it's such a smart thing to say because being an, an investor is a good thing. And how do you be an investor when you have money? Yeah. yeah. So right now, we're not working and we're getting this money from our parents. Yeah. Mm. We can, you're 20 bob, we're save, we're save 20 bob, kill us, you're so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Save 100 bob. Each week, every week, it takes 700 bob. By the end of the year, you have a kakidogo amount of money that then you can put into some scheme in a company or a bank that mm. can earn interest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as young, imagine Umeanza, Umeanza at 20 or at 19, you've started that, and then now you go till 40 years old, you keep the same, not a lot, you're 100 bob too. Mm. And then they level. I'm not even, you know, as yeah, you grow, as you, you grow, get yeah. your income, yeah. you can even add. So you could do a percentage based off of now when you're starting as at 100 bob you could build the money depending on the percentage that you set yeah mm-hmm. by the time now we're in our 40s or our 50s we've secured our retirement mm-hmm. yeah. so buying a car now me i've bought my mercedes and i'm rolling in it cool that's fine like for me people who have money or even you don't have to have a job maybe your parents are just well off yeah mm-hmm. and you get a lot of money and you have this this mercedes or all these things that you're spending extravagantly on i think yeah like it's cool to have those things but for me mm-hmm. i know what position myself and my family are in financially mm-hmm. and I thank God for where I am because I could be a lot worse. Mm. You know, I've been to a good school, I, I have food every day, I have clothes, I have a house to go to, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I'm grateful for everything that I have and I'm, I tend not to be envious because the smallest thing, the smallest amount of money, you can create into an opportunity for yourself, mm. which is now what I'm trying to grow to do for myself. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, even on me, I'm riding that Mercedes. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, truthfully speaking, sometimes 
um with peer pressure you do feel like okay i should be doing more mm-hmm. per se with like my finances mm. for instance like okay since um okay for like me personally i can say right now thanks to covid and also to the inflation mm. right now um my family is a little bit struggling and mm. so we are trying to like cut back on how much we spend on stuff mm. and also that will affect even the kind of money the amount of money i'll be given as pocket money mm-hmm. like if i'm to interact or i mean meet up with my friends and all mm. so there's this sense of like okay peer pressure like okay um what can i do with the, this little money i have mm. Because now everyone is into crypto, everyone mm. is into NFT, yeah, S and P five hundred investments, all these things, mm. and it's a little bit like okay, now what can I do? And with this little money, what can I invest in? Mm. And the fact that sometimes maybe like for me, some the source of income that we have is not like a like a regular source of income like mm-hmm. every month you're guaranteed mm-hmm. that you're going to have money mm-hmm. it's like you can go for a month without getting money you can go for two months without getting money mm-hmm. so what can we do with these little resources that we have mm-hmm. so sometimes i do feel bad but i i learn to be appreciative mm-hmm. of like the little that i have because i know there are people who have it worse mm-hmm. you know so yeah that's what i can say mm-hmm. i think mine is a mix of priscilla and pal what cuz i'm about to call you kevin <laughs> <laughs> it's okay <laughs> like yes i'm accepting of the situation that i'm in and you know honestly you can't do anything about it okay so now you you want to live their life and then like yeah, yeah. <laughs> the reality of it won't happen. <laughs> yeah, the reality of life is you live your own life. Okay. Mm-hmm. You do you make do with what you have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. both of you have said or both Priscilla and Karen have said. Pal. Pal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cancel. <laughs> you know being appreciative of where you are because the people who have it worse. Yeah. Uh but at the same time I feel like okay, what can I do for myself to, like, make that extra cash, or make mm. that extra coin? Mm. So that, I mean, yeah, at the moment, I don't have a choice but to depend on my parents, mm. but it would be nice if I'd have that extra inflow of cash. So, I, I get the pressure of wanting to do something to get money, mm. but I don't really get the pressure of wanting to live as extravagant as maybe the people around me. Oh, yeah. Can I add? Mm-hmm. Um I realize also okay, you'll see me driving my parents car and then I'll say I like a simple life. But I like living a simple life and let me tell you why. Mm-hmm. Um the like when I go to see my friends, the best for me the best form of seeing people is going to somebody's house and like it's and then everybody just sits in the sitting room and you're just talking like that's it you know yeah. you talk you eat we leave late we go home we tell our parents oh, sorry for coming late you know yeah. so um for me that's the best form of like hanging out with people or meeting up with people mm. um with some of my friends we've tried oh we've tried our hardest we've tried to go out and like to you know to these car fancy places like mm. which sell like like it's very aesthetic mm. and you know the thing the food is like okay but still you're paying for the aesthetic you're paying, <laughs> you're paying for the aesthetic yeah, yeah. and it's expensive and whatever like we've tried we've tried trust me we've tried but at the end of the day like recently we went and ate at this we went to eat ice cream at this aesthetic place yeah mm. only for us to go back to one of our friends houses to eat spaghetti <laughs> na nya nya for real <laughs> <laughs> and the best part of the day was not going out to eat ice cream mm. it was to going to eat spaghetti yeah. and nya nya yeah. so you get so yeah. i think i also like living a simple life even though it looks guy it looks great on instagram mm. it looks wow fantastic mm. but i know it's just not for me mm. i i have my most fun in simplicity mm. yeah 
interesting interesting so another thing that i wanted us to talk about is oh wait for me (laughs) (laughs) i was going to say what was i going to say i was going to say that like most of you or like all of you have said there's that pressure you don't feel the pressure to emulate their life but you feel the pressure to make the money because there's that whole I'm not doing as much as I should be doing mm. at my age. Yeah. And I think it's because of the whole like hustle culture. Mm. You know, like people if I had a penny, hey no, if I had a shilling <laughs> for every time somebody told me, you know your degree wouldn't even get you anywhere in this life. Yeah. I would be a billionaire, you know. Sure. And it's not even <laughs> the worst part is it's not even people in the job market. <laughs> like it's people my age who have jobs. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like for them it's a security. But I know myself and I know I could never put in as much effort into my education as I can as I can right now if I had a job. Mm. Like it would swallow everything. Mm. Because having your own stream of income, it makes you think that that's the end of life. Yeah. yeah. Like it makes you think like there's nothing else to strive for. Mm. So your education ceases to be important. Exactly. And like for me, my education is quite important. Mm. You know, like I'm not just going to school. Yes, I'm going to school to get a job. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. If <laughs> so somebody listening who wants to hire me, I want a job. <laughs> but like I'm also going to school because I see value in education. Yeah. You know, I value education personally, which might not be the case for everyone. And mm. that's okay. Mm. So like the hustle culture for me doesn't make sense mm. because I would never be able to put as much effort into my education as as mm. I am doing right now mm. if I had a job. Mm. And then there's also that verse, Ecclesiastes 3 1. There's a time for everything. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. like right now, as much as I want money, don't get me wrong, I want, mm-hmm. I want, I wanting, I want. <laughs> but then, like, let me work on my education right now. Let me put a thousand percent effort mm-hmm. in my education right now. And I don't mean like doing my assignments and mm-hmm. like going to classes. I mean like forming connections mm-hmm. and, you know, learning like about the job market from my lecturers. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately... I, I want to use my degree. <laughs> like, I'm not just doing this thing. No, continue. No, I'm not just doing this thing for this fun of it. Like, I want to use my degree. Mm. And, like, if I spend more time hustling, I won't learn how to use my degree. Mm. Yeah. So, um, for me, that's kind of where it comes from. Mm-hmm. Yes, Priscilla? <laughs> also, to add on to this thing about um, the hustle culture and having that pressure Mm -hmm. to make money at our age. I feel like, okay, with comparison to, like, the Western culture, Mm -hmm. I feel like where they've gone right or they've done something right Mm -hmm. is by encouraging teenagers to work early. Mm -hmm. Get jobs. Yeah, get jobs. Like, you'll find a 16-year-old working at McDonald's or working at whatever Starbucks, yeah, mm. whatever store to earn their own pocket money, and I feel like if you were to integrate such a culture culture mm. in Kenya, I think it would help us in a lot of ways. Cause number one, we're getting into the ground, like onto onto the ground or into the ground. Okay, we're getting on, on the ground. ground. Mm. Yes, we're getting on the ground of like the job market, how it is actually mm-hmm. working. You're getting the experience, and at the same time, you're earning money and removing that. Okay, not per se burden, mm. but like the burden you're somewhat inflicting on your parents because mm. you can provide certain things for yourself. You mm. know, like most of the times, like for those who have enough money to pay for Spotify. Or <laughs> Apple Music, you're not going to be paying Apple Music with your parents' card. You'll be paying mm-hmm. Apple Music from your card because you're earning money from the little job that you're doing. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you were to integrate such a culture, it would go a long way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the other thing I wanted us to talk about is well, it's not a specific thing, but there, I feel like there are many quotes that surround money. Mm-hmm. And by two, Least favorite. <laughs> Maybe this speaks of me as a person, but my two least favorite are A, uh, money doesn't buy happiness, mm-hmm. and B, uh, the love of money is the root of all evil. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you guys give your opinions on that, and then I'll tell you what I think. Um, the 
love of money is the root of all evil. Ah, ah, what was the quote again? The love of money is the root of all evil. Um, oh, the love, the, the, it's a Bible verse, no man. Yeah. it's a Bible verse. Oops. And it's <laughs> the love of money is a root of evil. I don't ah, think it says it's all. all. It's oh. a root of evil. Oh. That is the whatever. Okay. So it doesn't so like I, I think I agree because if you're greedy for money, uh-huh. then you're willing to jump hoops to be corrupt, to do everything you can just to get it and you've not like maybe mm. you've like you want somebody's plot of land so you grab it from them. Yeah. yeah. You want um I, I won't say this that's political. So <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah so it's it's a lot of so that if you love money to the point where you become full of greed yes oh. that is evil because it leads to evil acts like mm. corruption so i agree with that what is the first one um, money doesn't buy happiness um money buys security mm. yeah so you could have money and you're sick but at least you can go to hospital. Mm. Yeah, the person doesn't have money and they are sick, they can't go to hospital, they can easily die. So I agree that happiness doesn't come from materialism, mm-hmm. but money helps people's lives to be comfortable. Yeah. So don't seek for happiness in money, but don't don't condemn money like it's worthless. It's not worthless. Yeah. It's the reason why it's money. It's <laughs> worth. Exactly. Also, exa- I, I actually wanted to say what Pearl has said. I feel like money buys comfortability mm-hmm. in that if you have a for instance if you have a nice house obviously mm-hmm. it's not leaking all the time mm-hmm. um if you have the, the same example that you used if you have an insurance you have money to pay for insurance mm-hmm. you have a health cover when mm-hmm. you get sick you can you go easily hospital. go to hospital yeah. with a car you can go um wherever you want at any time with your convenience you know so like i feel like money yes does get you comfortability but one thing life has taught me is that it's better to have the peace of mind having peace of mind Mm -hmm. and being happy with the people that surround you Mm -hmm. and the rest can sort itself out Mm -hmm. because one thing you can't buy is peace happiness, and love. Mm. If you don't have those three things, I feel like your life is a little bit messed up. But either way, money, I feel like money money doesn't uh, buy happiness. But mm. if you're a materialistic person, don't get me wrong, do you? Um, also with money being the root Money being oh, it's actually let me do the verse on evil. It's first Timothy six mm-hmm. ten. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Oh. And mm. then it continues. So it's all all evil. Kinds of evil. Put a star on what I said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but okay, I agree with also what Paul said mm-hmm. about money. Uh, if you are greedy, then obviously it's going to lead to a rec- uh, an occurrence of certain events where you, mm. you'll do anything and everything for money, even mm. bad things for money. So, yeah, I do agree with Paul. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't really have, I don't have much to say about the quote on money being the root of all evil. Mm. A, a, root, so <laughs> a root of all kinds of evil. Mm. I think you guys have expressed expressed it well mm. but i do have a um something to say on money being um buying happiness, buying happiness. Mm. um money buys experiences that lead to happiness yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. nicely said yeah. yeah so i mean i feel like that's a very misplaced quote i think money i'm assuming the person who made the quote in the first place Use money to mean materialism. Mm. Mm. It doesn't hold anymore. The code doesn't hold anymore. Mm. Especially in a world, I feel like with regard to this money buying happiness, in a world where a lot of people are battling mental health. Mm. Like then, it wasn't like, I think this quote came from like Tene, Mm -hmm. like a long time ago. Mm. And then, I don't think 
um, mental health was such a regarded aspect, aspect of mm-hmm. society as it is today. Mm-hmm. And that's why materialism, yes, it's there. But we are, even though money is now a big part of society, we are able to regard other things like mental health mm-hmm. as weighing more than money itself or materialistic things. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, yeah, I feel like I do agree that money can buy the ex can can not buy but can get you to experience happiness mm-hmm. in that it advances it it in it creates that lifestyle of comfortability mm-hmm. but it doesn't buy happiness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well you can you can buy the experiences, you can buy a trip to Malindi, but then you don't have anyone to go with. Exactly. So. Yeah. No, if you have money, you have someone to go with. No, <laughs> <laughs> be fake. Yeah, you get. Yeah. So, no, yeah. but you can go bungee jumping, then you'll be happy of that ex- with that experience. But it could be a lonely experience. You get. But you had fun and you were happy. You in did. That moment. I think but depends you on the person. about social anxiety, mm. and we are talking about the way sometimes being alone can lead to loneliness. Mm. What? if you're trying to fill this void of loneliness with all these materialistic things, you know, you're not happy, but you have money, but you're not happy. Anyway, okay. sorry. Yeah. So for me, well, I think I started the statement wrong because I started by saying I hate those quotes. And then I was, I was educated and I was told <laughs> that one of those quotes is a Bible verse. So Father, forgive me. I don't hate, <laughs> I don't hate your word. <laughs> um, I think the reason I don't like these quotes is because oftentimes they are used to make people comfortable Mm-hmm. in their luck mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like <laughs> you'll find the person saying money doesn't buy happiness is telling that or is giving that advice to someone who hasn't been able to af- afford breakfast yeah. or lunch like it's you would go tell a billionaire money doesn't buy happiness they mm-hmm. could care less yeah they couldn't care less, yeah. sorry. <laughs> but you know, like it's used, to some extent it feels like a tool to make sure people aren't able to like become wealthier or to not become wealthier per se, but it makes people be comfortable in their lack. Yeah. And that's not, first of all, I feel like that's evil. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if you're use, if you're telling people that, I feel like it's very evil. Mm. Um, but yes, obviously, money, like all of you guys have talked about how when money, when you love money too much and it leads to greed and you're forced to do, or you're pushed to do like evil things, then yeah, it becomes um like the root kind mm. of of the evil things mm-hmm. so this i wanted to tie this to something i had someone say once um in all things that you do make sure that your money works for you and not vice versa yeah so i feel like when you're reaching this point where you're actively going out of your way to hurt other people for the sole purpose of making money mm-hmm. then at that point like it's no longer like money has basically become your controller mm-hmm. like <laughs> you're you're no longer working to get money yeah. you're more yeah, the money's not working for you yeah, yeah you're working for the money like money is not working for you mm-hmm. and i feel like that's a very dangerous point to reach mm-hmm. in life so yeah what do you guys think about that i concur <laughs> Short and precise to the point. Yeah. <laughs> Concise. Yeah, I actually do concur mm-hmm. with that whole um perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was I actually didn't look about I didn't even think about the whole thing where she talked about where Pauline talked about um uh the root I mean money can buy happiness. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would it's used more of like a mockery. Mm-hmm. It mocks those who have money. Who don't who don't even, have, who don't have money. money? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I and that, I think that's what makes me hate this thing so much. Yeah. Because as someone who has, how can you treat someone who doesn't have with such malicious intent? Yeah. Like what? Mm, I'm not <laughs> going to continue. I was like, what's the very nice things? <laughs> um, I agree. I don't know much to say. Mm-hmm. I just agree. 
Same. Oh. Uh, yeah, conquer. Okay. <laughs> so if we're all in agreement, then I think the next thing we can talk about is um, do you ever feel like there are moments where like you feel like because you don't have a certain amount of money, like your life is... Like, do you ever feel like there are things you really, really want or you really, really need, but like the money just isn't there? And what do you do in such situations? If there's something I really, really want and I don't have the money for it. Um, okay, sometimes I may want something, but God doesn't want it for me mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I want something, okay, I'm not saying like I want food and I don't have it. I'm saying like, <laughs> you know, like two other things. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes God has a plan different from what I want. So like, for example, if I want to go to school A mm. and my parents don't have enough money to take me to school A, mm. I have to go to school B yeah. because mm. it pays less money. So mm. I I don't know. So I, I would have to just go with school B because that is God's plan for me. Perhaps in the way of being in school B, now the money comes up and then I go to school A. Mm. So yeah. when I don't have enough money for something, I don't know, sometimes, sometimes I just get upset at God and then... And, and then I pray. So first I get yeah. upset. You know the stages of grief. Yeah. So first, I, so first I get upset. Then I'm like, okay, no, let's pray about it. Let's mm. let's see. And then also sometimes I could turn alternatives to what I want. Mm. So if this is not working out, what something else that fits within my financial range that I can get to complete the same task. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh. With that question, it brings me to something, a situation that I think will stay with me till Jesus comes back. (laughs) A lot of my close friends know this, but like when I was in high school, I really wanted to go to a certain school Mm -hmm. uh, in Form 1. I was in a different school in Form 1 first time, then I transferred to the school where I graduated from. And transferring that transferring period was like a difficult time because I really wanted to go to this school that I graduated from but there was no money for me to go there Mm. so I feel like certain situations like this where like you want something but then there's no money for it could be used as a testimony Ah. point Mm. so like when you pray, like that point where Paul said uh, you could get mad at God and then pray about it. I feel like for me, I pray about it first and see if God can provide. Mm-hmm. Because I see God as my heavenly father above all. Mm-hmm. So he's the one who's going to make it happen. And mm-hmm. one thing my mom always uses as a point of like, Zoe, if God could do this for you, Oh, Priscilla, sorry. Priscilla, if God <laughs> could do this for you, I believe he can do anything. Mm-hmm. So she always reminds me of one prayer I used to say during that period. And I, I, not prayer, but yeah, it was like a prayer. I used to say, God is my how, my when, and my where. And he's the one who's going to provide for everything I need. And I think that prayer point has helped me in certain areas of my life in that if there's something that I don't have and I don't have the resources to get it, I'll say, hey God, please, I really need this to work out. And now the point of getting mad at God is now the latter part, the latter point mm. where when there's no, where's a canoe mm. of this thing coming through for me, now that's when I get angry because mm-hmm. I'm like, Ugh. Now God has failed me. Why isn't he listening to me? Mm. Eventually, I get to that analogy. Maybe it wasn't meant for me. Mm. Yeah, But it takes a while. Yeah, mm. so like mine is a reverse of Pearl. Mm. Mm. Yeah. For me, I'm quick to accept my situation. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when something is going on and probably there are no finances to, um, you know, pursue that thing mm. mm-hmm. I'm very quick to be like oh, okay we move, <laughs> we move. Yeah. No, you know I, do, I, I, I think I was very young when I accepted the fact that 
you know you can't get what you want you can't always get what you want oh. so yeah a lot of times i'm very quick to be accepting of the situation and just move on or if it's a question of time i tend to be patient mm. you know it will come through when it comes through and i feel like that's not necessarily the best thing mm. because it makes me reluctant to pray about it uh. like instead of taking the situation to god and being like okay god i really wanted this please make a way i accept too quickly and i just move on with life mm. and forget it or something i wanted to happen for me yeah so i think on my part i need to be willing to to allow god to make things happen mm. instead of being too quick to accept the situation mm. yeah okay i think much like everybody has said obviously there's these things you want and like you really want them but then one thing is free mm. <laughs> so like at the end of the day if there's no finances and it requires finances you won't be able to like do what you really really want mm. but something that usually gives me hope is Matthew Matthew 6 it's a pretty long verse so i'm just going to summarize from like verse 25 the whole do not worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will worry about okay. itself mm. like look at the, uh, the flowers in the field mm. like they don't work but even in their splendor but even in his splendor not solomon was dressed as beautifully as them and then the birds of the sky they don't work but still god provides mm-hmm. um because is the body not more than clothing and not more than food mm-hmm. so like in all these things yes i really want them yes god knows i want them because your father knows you know you need you want these things mm-hmm. but my life is so much more Mm-hmm. Like Paul gave the example of really wanting to go to school A. Mm-hmm. Yes, I really want to go to school A. But if I'm not able to go to school A at all at all, my life does not lose meaning. Mm-hmm. It does not cease to be important because I lacked this or I didn't wasn't able to do these things. Because mm-hmm. these things they are only important because like society tells you you won't be able to survive anyway without them. You know, mm-hmm. like people will say This school is good be- this school is really good because you are sure that job after this school but like these people who've go- not gone to that school and gotten jobs yeah. you know like there's people, people who've gone to that school and, and not and yeah. yeah so like in this life i don't think there's a one straight route towards yeah. success yeah. Yeah. and like there's you know if you get if you if you do this and if you do that and if you do this then success is yours yeah. so like you kind of much like Tamiran i think i'm also learning to just accept mm. because um yes there's also obviously going to be that period of anger towards god yeah. and be like but you said in your word you know you <laughs> start quoting verses all left right and center without any direction yeah. and you know like it makes you angry but then also learning that it's not the end of the world i don't need this to be happy i don't yeah. need this to be successful yeah yeah So finally in conclusion I wanted us to talk about the concept of tithing. Mm-hmm. Um so for those of you who don't know what tithing is and a church. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. So tithing basically the uh the like what the basis of tithing lies in uh, I think it's the book of Leviticus or Numbers. Yeah, One of those Leviticus. books in Genesis with all the rules. Mm-hmm. See Malachi. Ah. <laughs> Malachi is Malachi 3. 310 like yes it's talked about like multiple times in the bible mm. but like the basis the of tithing yeah comes from when leviticus leviticus yeah. somewhere in leviticus i think mm. um the israelites were told to give 10% to facilitate like the worship of god so yeah. to like like i don't know like make sure the priests have clothing yeah. and to like make sure these sacrifices being bought mm-hmm. and yara 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 so that's where the concept of tithing comes that's why you hear tithe 10% and unaambiwanga hiyo ndi minimum so maximum hiyo ni minimum so what do you guys think of the concept of tithing i think um tithe is a way to serve god mm-hmm. so like in my church 
I'll witness my okay. Um, I don't know. I don't think. First of all, mm-hmm. right now in my life, I'm not. I'm like in a limbo. That's type of life to me or not? Because I don't really oh. understand it. So I'm more consistent with the idea of offering than time for me mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. However, um, just the concept of giving and tithing, I feel like for me in a chat, I can see it being used. Mm-hmm. Like if there's an event and people eat snacks, like you see when I was talking about like some program that helps for teenagers, mm-hmm. we needed snacks. Mm-hmm. And I'm eternally grateful for the good giving that people um, do in our church so that we could facilitate that session not having to worry about money. Mm-hmm. So if you can see your money being put to good use within your tithe, I feel like that's an act of service in itself because you're helping God's people mm-hmm. further God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for me, I feel like tithe is a good concept. It's good. I think it was a good standard for especially the Israelites during that time, mm-hmm. the early times, just to set a precedent to say, okay, 10%, this is what we are giving. You know, just mm-hmm. that everyone is on the same page and that it's fair for everyone because you take it up to a toy. But if everybody at 10%, what are 10%? Yeah. So I feel like it's a good precedent to set, it's a good practice to have because it 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 helps to serve people. And I don't know, for me, when I serve, I feel good, you know. Yeah. I feel like at a company, you pay 50 bob. You 50 bob, you mena mahali. And I have seen it being used in my church's finances. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like tithing is also a good concept um, with how pa- uh, Pal has explained it in terms of it being used as a service to God. Mm-hmm. However, in, like with my experience mm. um, with a couple of other churches, other churches, <laughs> not all churches, mm-hmm. other churches, um, they have, I feel like there's a toxic side mm-hmm. of uh, this tithing um, topic or mm. this whole concept of tithing because um, there was once I had of a pastor talking about um, you know you need to tithe because uh, it's like a thing it's like a give and receive kind mm. of thing you know for God to bless you you, you have to tithe. give yeah it's you have to tithe it's like a trans mm. yes it's a transactional kind of concept mm. which I do not agree with mm. and to in addition with that one thing that just asked me about that um uh, minister was that he ended up even talking about you know you can even go and uh copper and out you deni then utweather bihu and I was like, um, question mark, <laughs> because um, I don't believe that uh, you're taking 10% from borrowed money will help in that manner. In- I don't think it's also good for a minister to want their washirika yeah. to be worse off when they left you. Exactly. Mm. It, I, I don't think that's the whole concept of growing God's um church or kingdom and it's it's very twisted and sick because a couple of ministers have taken it to be a business Mm -hmm. rather than a work of god or a service Mm -hmm. to god Mm -hmm. which i do not agree and if you're in a certain position where you probably feel like tithing is important to you however you don't have that money Mm -hmm. you can give in other means like um so your time yeah your time you if you have like spare clothes that you don't have you mm. could give it to children's homes mm-hmm. other than the church there are other things you can do other than okay yes you're giving to god but at the same time you can give to god through other works mm. like i'm giving to this children's home i am giving to um this rehabilitation center mm. it it's it all works with how you are at that time and what you feel led to do. Mm-hmm. So that's my thought on tithing. It's like, before you go to Amiron, mm-hmm. it's like the part, the verse somewhere in Matthew, mm-hmm. when Jesus is talking about how um, like there'll be a time when he's in heaven or rather when we've gone to heaven and he will ask you, I was hungry and you did not feed me. Mm-hmm. I was naked and you did not clothe me. Mm-hmm. So like you can have, like people have, mid tithe uh be like 
giving in church only mm-hmm. but like you also need to remember like there's so much emphasis in the bible in taking care of orphans mm-hmm. take, taking care of the needy yes. like the ones who don't have at all at all at all mm-hmm. like you're encouraged so much to take care of them mm-hmm. yeah so um i just felt like when you talked about giving in terms of taking close to the children's home it reminded me of that verse yeah so i personally do give tithe I think I put more emphasis on tithe uh, as compared to offering. Mm. Mostly because why do I do it? How I've been taught to view tithe is you know, it's an essential Christian principle, mm-hmm. number one. Number two, I remember being told by my mother that it's gosh why is my thought taking so long to land they're all lying down baby um i remember her telling me that it's like a way of keeping your finances intact mm-hmm. obviously it's not one of the main reasons but mm-hmm. it's not like the only reason, but it's among the reasons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, in the sense that, you know how you say, or you, you've had people saying, Ati, Nika mifuko zangu zikonashimo. Yani, my pockets have holes. I was actually being told that it's not normal. <laughs> Money should not just be entering and like disappearing like that. Yeah. It's actually spiritual. Mm-hmm. So to keep it safe, safe mm-hmm. intact. That's what tithe does. Mm-hmm. But it's not the only thing. Tithe also fathers the work of the Lord. Tithe, there was something Pauline said. Did I? Yeah, before. Um, before we started recording. Something your mom told you as well. My mom told me many things. It's the spiritual Oh, yes. The, but it's in conjunction to what Tamiron is saying about like just securing your money um that it's it's like when you do that it's not like you secure your money because i know i know where you are you're asking yourself so now if i pay tithe i'll never have problems (laughs) (laughs) i know you are asking yourself but like it's less of a practical thing like insurance like it's not like insurance the way when you you've been praying paying premiums paying premiums and then when you get into an accident you get money mm. or you're compensated. That's not really how it works. It's more of a spiritual thing where um, it's not really like God blesses you because of the tithe, but he remembers that you give to the fathering of his kingdom. Yeah. That's what it is. It's not like, at now, if you don't pay tithe, he won't bless you. That's not what it is. It's more of because of how much you have given for his kingdom, he wouldn't let he wouldn't forget mm-hmm. mm. and he'll re- okay <laughs> now if i say he'll reward you it makes it seem transactional <laughs> yeah. but he'll reward you, you mm-hmm. yeah god wants the best, best for his children, children. Mm-hmm. and god rewards his children yeah. so he will reward you yeah mm-hmm. and and there's also something Pauline talked about um uh, before we started recording, joyous giving. Joy, yeah. Yeah. I was about to say that. Yeah, Joy. where you give um, with a joyous heart. It's not umefosiwa kutoa. Mm-hmm. Like when you give with an open heart, I think it, 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 I think that was uh, like a, a, it's a characteristic mm. of tithing. Mm. Because if you don't give with a joyous heart or with an open heart of like, okay, I'm doing this for God, mm. not for people to see how much I'm giving or for people or whatever, whatever reason you might have. To get blessed. Yeah, to get blessed. Exactly. Mm. If you're giving with that kind of mentality, uh, that open, joyous mentality, then I think that is true tithing. Mm. Mm. The rest is fake. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't know about fake. (laughs) But that's why I feel like Tithing is such a personal thing. Yeah. Like, if you've not been moved to tithe, I don't think you should tithe. Yeah. Because if you've not been moved to tithe, then you're not tithing 
for, for the right reason. Exactly. You're typing, yeah, you're not typing with joy. You're typing because, ah, honor 10% of my salary has to go. Exactly. I, I remember my mom told me the moment you 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 feel you feel that feeling of ah no look my 10% is going mm-hmm. don't even don't give that money because give. you're not giving with a joyous heart. Yeah. yeah. I think you should work on your heart posture to move towards yeah, yeah. joyous giving. So mm-hmm. maybe yeah. if you're not comfortable with 10%, if you're okay, at a kind of 20 bob, you work, you just build it up slowly, slowly. but yeah. with a good heart. heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like it means spend a 20 bob boy come con a pesa. And then also it's it's I remember why my mom insisted that I should start typing from a young age mm. is so that when I'm older and I'm having I'm definitely typing more or I'm earning more, mm. it's not a challenge to mm. type. Yeah, because it's a habit. Right now, yeah, mm. right now it's easy because my type can easily be a hundred more mm. or one fifty. Mm. But then what are what are when I'm making a million shillings mm-hmm. and my type well, and my type is a hundred thousand, yeah. you know. I Will it be easy for me to give or will I feel Mautungu because that's a whole 100k? And you know, there's also this assumption. I think Priscilla kind of talked about it earlier on that when you give to the house of the Lord and you, you know, people, and I think maybe this is why some people also just don't want to give tithe altogether because mm. they feel like when they give to the church, it's going to increase the wealth of the pastor. It's mm, not really yeah. going to further the kingdom of the Lord. So in their minds, they're like, okay, I'm giving tithe, but this pastor is using it to buy a range. This pastor is using it to buy a helicopter. Mm. So like, why am I in- increasing his wealth? At, at my own at, expense. At my, yeah. mm. And something wonderful Pauline said, this was before before recording. We had like a whole debate. was really inspiring us. <laughs> <laughs> um, she said, you know, as much as um, it's being used to increase the pastor's wealth, vengeance belongs to the Lord. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. Uh, he will. You know, he sees you giving with a joyful heart mm. to further his kingdom. Mm-hmm. And he's the same one who also sees how your money that you gave with a joyful heart is being mm-hmm. used to buy a range. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he will avenge you himself. Himself. Yeah. Can I also say, if you're feeling uncomfortable with the situation that you're in, like you're feeling the minister that you're with is fishy, pray about it because God could lead you to a place where your finances are used in a positive manner. Yeah. Yeah. What if you're earning the one million and that 100,000 can be used in a church in Gishagi to build a whole new sanctuary? sanctuary. Yeah. So I think as much as yeah, vengeance is in heaven, because at Akamba you leave, that pastor still has some preparations to make. Yeah. yeah. So Pray about the situation and just see, just have ask God to give you divine wisdom mm. to know what to do now with your tithe and with your money mm. because that's something that, you know, has is good to do. So just to know where you can put it, how you can put it to good use, those things, yeah. I think it's important to pray. Just that you're also not giving your money to someone that it's not going to be used properly for yeah. your whole life. Mm. Yeah. yeah, like... Priscilla talked about it earlier on. It doesn't have to go to the institution of the church. Yeah. It can go to the servant of the Lord. It mm. can go to our children's home. Mm. Missionaries. Missionaries. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, I wanted to end. Have you all made your closing remarks? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to end on an interesting thing that I've realized a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Um. So... We all know King Solomon and yeah. his wealth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we also know he wrote the book of Proverbs, the book of Songs of Solomon, and the book of Ecclesiastes. Mm-hmm. If you have not read the book of Ecclesiastes, the aesthetic of Ecclesiastes is death. <laughs> <laughs> and you <see> death. <laughs> like the entire book 
he there's just a, such a hopelessness <laughs> like he's constantly saying what's the point of being alive you know yeah. let me remind you so king solomon was one of the richest people mm-hmm. <laughs> so just remember eh? you can be wealthy but still mm-hmm. feel like death <laughs> yep thanks for watching um you can Thank find you us oh whoops <laughs> 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 thanks for listening guys on this um conversation about money and wealth and spending and you know i hope you are able to take a few things out of this conversation or even you are able to just relate or learn a few things uh by the way we are now available available mm-hmm. yeah like you can find us on i think virtually any podcast platform apart from apple podcast and overcast, overcast yeah yeah so you know Usi stress like if you don't have Spotify, we are on Google Podcast. I don't know any other podcast platform, so my list will end there. <laughs> um, there's, yeah, there's Castbox, there's Amazon Music, there's Audible. Well, we're, hey. we're, we're doing the thing. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah. Also, follow us on Instagram at P3T Podcast. You know, DM us. Uh, share your thoughts yeah tell us what you think even like you don't need to have feedback about the content like you can also have feedback about the editing and mm-hmm. the recording you know yeah so yeah. see to shout sana maybe don't shout at us too loudly maybe you can take to us with a microphone yeah. no, I'm joking I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> no but if the Lord leads you yeah. may he tap um, on your heart but also uh, you can send us an email at p3t podcast ke at gmail.com um yeah thanks for watching and i'll see you guys in the next we'll hear uh, you'll hear me in the next episode <laughs> bye, bye. bye.